Hey, gang. Ross Brand here for LivestreamUniverse.com. This is Ask the Expert. Our guest today is Daryl Stern, and we'll be talking about inbound marketing and SEO and, of course, his Stern Storming event coming up in September, as well as just the whole process of Stern Storming. And, of course, as well, Daryl has an interesting background. Um, he came out of theater arts. He came out of stand-up comedy, did some radio. And uh, he's been also been in web marketing, web design, and SEO inbound marketing for quite a while with his uh, Stern Inbound Company. And you can find out more about Daryl on social media at Stern Storming and by going to his website, SternStorming.com. Welcome, Daryl. Great to have you on the show. We have been playing this for months. It's finally <laughs> here. It's the night of the show. I'm so excited. It's so awesome. So how did a guy go from stand-up comedy in the 90s? There's a video of you online. Um, I think you've made it known to people that it's on there. It's not something you're, you know, you're running from. You did stand-up comedy. You're pretty funny in the video. And now all of a sudden you're a marketing guy. What, what happened along the way? <laughs> well, well, there are two parallel things going on in my life. Uh, one is, yes, I was involved in musical theater and, and all kinds of playwriting and screenwriting. Uh, growing up. Uh, fun fact about me, I was the voice of Scooter Computer on ABC Schoolhouse Rock back in the 80s. And I was also in a, uh, that the first half of my sophomore year in high school, I did not go to public school. I went to, um, I went to, uh, I, I was in New York City in the workshop for a Broadway musical called Smile. In that production was Jody Benson, who went on to be the voice of the Little Mermaid. So, and I can go into more fun facts and little anecdotes, but okay. So parallel to that, my father was a philosophy professor. He taught me business, you know, uh, business ethics, but also cognitive thinking and logic. So way back around the same time as Scooter Computer, I had an Atari 400 computer, cassette tape backup drive. And for Christmas, I got this. Sorry, Daryl, we lost you for just Did a second. I, I believe it was uh, operator error, so that, that was... Uh, Don't touch that. That was my mistake. Uh, right. So let's Brought go back in. here. And the question was... <laughs> we're in the middle of answering a question. See, I just asked the question, then I drop you before you answer so I can just get oh, all yeah. the screen time. But the, the question was how you uh, you were talking about you were in high school and you were in – go from there. So I almost made it to Broadway twice in my life. Once was right. when I was uh, very young. I auditioned for a guy named Pete Rose who was the producer of the Broadway show Shenandoah back in the 70s. And I was about four, and he said, well, if the show is still running when you're seven years old, you can be in the show. And, of course, the show closed when I was six and a half. Uh, then I was in the uh, workshop for a Broadway musical called uh, Smile – uh, which was written by Marvin Hamlesh and the guy who wrote The Little Mermaid. And in that production was uh, Jody Benson, who went on to be the voice of The Little Mermaid in the in the, uh, in the the uh, Disney movie, obviously. So uh, at this, you were asking me, well, how did I go from entertainment, you know, into, into, you know, marketing and computers and all that? At the same time, I fell in love with computer science and computer programming. My father was a philosophy professor, so he taught me logic and cognitive thinking. So I... Um, so I had an Atari 400 computer and an Apple IIe computer, and I just took off with uh, computer programming. So the two things were always in parallel, 
And then we'll get into later about how that's all combined into this thing that I call stern drumming today. So where did the stand-up comedy come along uh, in the whole process? That was somewhere after high school, after college, you got it into was, that? It was, after high, it was after college. I had a little clipping out of Showbiz Magazine that said, you know, stand-up comedy class in New York City. It's a place called the American Comedy Institute. I probably kept this little slip of paper in my pocket for like two, three years. Probably pulled it out and said, okay, let me call this number and, and do stand-up. So Steve Rosenfield runs that program in New York. This was 93, 94, 95, 96. And I, back then I was doing stand-up at least five nights a week between the open mic nights in New York and New Jersey. And I, it was a blast. I mean, I, the, the clip on uh, YouTube, if you type in Daryl Stern Carolines, is from me way back in 1996 when I was 24 years old. The best set I ever did is about 10 minutes long and go watch it. It's just a riot. And how long, how long did you do comedy for overall? Well, I'm doing it right now. <laughs> Yo, you just made me laugh with that well, answer. Okay, so so here's the thing. Okay, play, it, when you write a play, this, mm-hmm. now we're getting in a little bit of the marketing stuff. When you architect a script in a play, right? Right. You write in pause. Like you write in for dramatic effect. You write pause. You know, you, you pause the actor's speech so they can be more dramatic with what they're saying. And it's not just one big run-on sentence. A comedian also has a high sense of timing. Right. If you don't the right pause, take my wife, please, um, you know, can create that kind of comedy. So there's a so when I'm looking into the marketing world of today, I, I say, you know, why don't we write out the script like you would write out right. you know, a radio commercial or an ad or so, and actually make the write the drama, write the pausing into there so that you're conscious of that. And you're not just, bah, you know, I'm live on Facebook, bah, you know. So vast and all that kind of stuff. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, stand-up comics have an amazing sense of timing, and they also have to learn to talk not like they're talking into a microphone, but conversationally Oh yeah, and and with pacing and timing and all that. And that's, uh, as you were saying, a big part of how you need to write for the web, too, because people are scanning, there's a lot of distractions, and they have to feel like they're connecting to... To the language, talk about a little bit about, um, you know, how you sort of uh, go about crafting language in a way that really helps people connect emotionally um, to a to a brand or to a, a small business owner or a product or what have you. Well, okay, so uh, about three years ago, I was talking to a friend of mine here in Colorado, and I said, you know, I really like the the brainstorming part of marketing, sitting down with someone and just playing with language and writing copy and coming up with strategies. And he turned back to me and said, you mean the stern storming? And that was it. That was, that became the, the methodology now has a brand name to it. Um, how that works is you are the solution, right? So what is the problem? Uh, people out there are calling out for help right? And you are the solution to it. it you'll hear me say throughout our, our time together, you know, reverse engineering. Mm-hmm. So, so how stern storming then works is you are the, you know, the features of your business. And most of us are stuck in the I, I, me, me syndrome. Okay. Bulleted lists. You know, here's what we do. I do this. I do that. I do that. I say, I don't give a crap. I, I care. Will it benefit me? What, what is the benefit in the aftermath of having used your feature or experienced what you do. I don't care if you wrote a book or have an online course or you're a plumber or whatever. Um, Then 
we reverse engineer that. Here's why. People are using Google and even search engine, even uh, Facebook and all that, like a magic eight ball, right? They're asking it questions and they're wanting the answer. So if you are the solution to the problem or you know a solution to a problem, then what is the question, right? So those questions become the titles for your YouTube videos, your blogs and all that. And I'll get into more details about that. But so the reverse engineering of it is, okay, if that's the benefit, what's the polar opposite of that what right. not you but what are they saying your audience saying how did they describe their pain that then you are the solution to hence inbound marketing right right and you have a unique way of going about helping people figure out what their seo is can you can you explain uh how you do that the exercise that you take people through when you're stern storming well, sure. Um, well, first off, uh, I usually do when I'm doing a speaking um, engagement, I have everybody close their eyes and we do this breathing exercise. All right. And everybody is 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 thinking about and imagining themselves as a tree. Right. Imagine you're a tree. Right. And in order for the tree to get bigger and bigger and have bigger and bigger branches. Right. OK. Reach more people, have a bigger digital footprint. It needs roots and it needs to grow those roots into the ground. So then I say, well, okay, start thinking about all the experiences that you've had, all the things that you know about, right? One of the issues is mo most of us talk about something that we've done, like you, Ross, you know, that you've been in broadcasting, you've done all these other amazing things in your in your past. And you gotta think of it like, yeah, I was in that. And other people go, wow, like I didn't know that. So your best marketing campaign is inside of you already. And we'll get into more of the science of SEO right. in a bit. But, but if you were just to even meditate on this and start saying, well, gosh, I know how to teach this. I know about this. I know, I don't care if you're a plumber, an auto parts dealer, whatever you are. I know this, I know that. I know, I, and I also know things that people shouldn't do or things to look out for or, right. you know, all those kind of things. That is the right. beginning, right, of what your SEO is. Because here's a, here's a quick one. So sure. if you thought of a question you can answer, right? Just a question you can answer. And you type the whole question into Google. And all you saw on there was maybe, I don't know, some big national brands or or the secret is nothing, nothing that exactly is the question you just asked it. Like there's variations in the search results, you know, the words, right, there, right. but it's not the end. Guess what? That's your next vlog. That's your next uh, YouTube video title. And I'll tell you how we combine all those, too, in a little bit, too. But there's a start for you, right? If no one else has the answer to the question, but you do, that's a great thing to have an article about to put out there. Right, right. Welcome, everybody. Uh, I'm Ross Brand. We're talking with Daryl Stern from uh, SternStorming.com, at SternStorming on social media. Great to see Eduardo here, Sandra here. Welcome. Please do share this out. Give us some uh, likes, some hearts. Let people know that we are online and talking all about the Stern Storming process with the founder of Stern Storming, Daryl Stern. And this show is called Ask the Expert because we want to take your questions, what issues you're having with inbound marketing, with SEO, with your website, with your branding. And let's get right into it. Eduardo asks, um, what are the questions about the solution you offer at social media? Uh, what are the questions about the solution you offer at social media. Eduardo, I don't quite understand the question, but I will answer it this way. Okay, Facebook 
Hi, Leslie. Uh, Facebook actually, or I should say Google actually indexes, face, indexes Facebook posts, okay? So let's imagine that you have a video where you're answering a question. You put it on YouTube, you also put it on Facebook, and you also post about it. Again, with the question, right, being the title or the first thing in the in the post, well then, ta-da, you may just get listed, you know, more than once for your answer to that question. I don't know if that was exactly what he was asking, but that was a good, that was my best answer to what I think he was asking. So is this new that Google, Google index Facebook posts? I mean, Google always uh, or has been in the last couple of years indexing Twitter, which has made a big difference in, in what you get out of the SEO value of tweets. So now Facebook, is that something that's always happened? And I just, you know, you don't see it a lot. Um, or is it, is it a new feature? What, what, what is the connection between Facebook posts and Google? Well, well, I know that, you know, Google is trying to be the ultimate. Okay. So Google's job is to mm -hmm. provide you with the best answer to your query or your right. question. If it did not do that, it would be out of business, right? If you typed right. in, I want to know about cats and dog articles came up, you'd go, well, I'm not using Google, right? So if that's their job to provide the best answer to the question, then what's your job? Your job is to write the best content that is right. the best answers, you know, to the questions that people, you know, are having. So, um, well, we'll we'll continue that. But ask the next but, question. But your blog, but but what you're saying is that your blog post, whether it's on social media, whether it's posted on your own, uh, you know, a WordPress blog, wherever you wherever you're producing content, it should answer the question that people are asking into a search engine. It should answer it, but also the the title of it should be the question. Okay, got it, got it, got it. The like, title. I'm see, I'm I'm always going through the vortex and out the wormhole, and I'm trying to, and I'm imagining and visualizing myself as your ideal customer who's out there searching around, who hasn't discovered you yet, who doesn't know you yet, but they're out there searching for something. They're searching for the answer to a question. So phrase it as a question because the user. Remember the movie Tron, you know, with the user, you know, the right. user is who we're going, is who we're going after. Bear with me one second. Felt the sneeze coming on. I'm trying to hold oh, That's fine. Eduardo, I'll, I'll give you one. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll give you one. The force is strong with you too. You or do not. There is no try. <laughs> there it is. Hey, bad. Star Wars. Okay. Star Wars. Yes, of course. So t tell us real quick about uh, your next Stern Storming event. Um, if people want to check it out, it's sternstormlive.com. What do you have coming up? What do you have planned for uh, the next event? Well, sure. Uh, if you go on Facebook and like the, the Stern Storming page, uh, you can click on events and see about all the events that uh, we're doing. Uh, this year, I decided I wanted to be a public speaker. I want to get out from behind the computer you know, and get out there and uh, start uh, and start uh, doing public speaking. So uh, we decided to start events called Stern Storming Live. We had our first one at the end of April here in Denver. Uh, Kevin Knebel, the number one most connected person on LinkedIn, uh, was there. Uh, Faith Young with her movement, What Would Faith Do? Um, Mythica Von Griffin, who is an amazing body painter. And Dan Fowler, who's the number one media trainer in the world, created a whole movement, a whole board game called Imagination IQ. Uh, so we all got together and said, let's do this event. So it went off great. And now we're doing it again in uh, at the end of September 
uh, September 23rd, 24th, and 25th. You can get your tickets to that at sternstorminglive.com. I'm going to be going through an adventure of how to put together, you know, all of your marketing. And Dan Fowler is going to do his entire gamification curriculum. He's actually going to Dubai and China next to, to speak. And then Mythica does her, she's taken her body painting. She was on the show Skin Wars, reality TV show. She's made that into performance art where she paints someone live on stage, but also talks about your own self image, right? Because if you don't believe in you, right? At the, in the Empire Strikes Back, you know, the, uh, Yoda lifts the ship out, right? And Luke Skywalker says, I don't believe it. And Yoda immediately snaps back, that is why you fail, right? <laughs> so we're trying it. We're, we are creating, we've created an entire experience. It's going to be a three-day event. It's going to be awesome. Welcome, Brad Friedman. Great to see you. Uh, I'm actually going to be on Brad's show coming up soon. Very excited about that. Stephanie Liu is here. Very, very talented live streamer and social media professional. Also, I saw Leslie Nance uh, in the chat. Leslie, of course, was uh, a Periscoper of the Year finalist. Uh, has a great show over on uh, Periscope, of course. Where else, right? Uh, it's Lunch with Leslie. you got to check that out every weekday, 2 p.m. Eastern. And great to see you all here. Please do share it out. Uh, share this out. Let people know uh, I've uh, been away a little bit, been offline a lot, uh, but we're keeping Ask the Expert going every month. And uh, I think we booked this. I was trying to figure that out when you were live. I think we booked this either last year or yeah, January year. or February. 1992. So. <laughs> <laughs> we visualized this would happen like a decade and a half from now. So. I'm fascinated by what you bring from from theater and what you bring from performance to public speaking as well, because it's a it's a different style of communicating. But I, I imagine the same principles apply. Well, in 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 the world of SEO and web design, I mean, I go back my first web design that I did for someone else was back in 1998. So we're always edu selling, right? Mm -hmm. The funny thing is Scooter Computer and Mr. Chips was uh, the schoolhouse rock that I was on. And in those cartoons, it said a computer can't think. A uh, computer has no feelings on of its own. A computer can only interpret data, right, and run a program and feed you back the answer to what you were, you know, querying about or asking it to do. It's the same thing today. You know, people are, again, you know, the people are asking questions. The computer is supposed to give you answers. So Pablo Picasso said computers are useless. They can only give us answers. In other words, philosophically speaking, it's a human experience, you know, that is moving us, you know, moving us forward. So right. tell me if you want me to get you want me to get into some tech, you know, with SEO and what to really do to look yeah. at what you should blog about. Absolutely. Absolutely. OK, so everybody talks about Google Analytics, right? Google Analytics, Google Analytics, Google Analytics is awesome. There's another key tool uh, to uh, your your SEO, which is called Google Webmaster Tools. OK. You go there, <clears throat> register your website. Uh, if you have a WordPress website, you get Yoast SEO. Okay, I'm going to slow down a bit so everybody gets this. And then what you do is, is it'll produce a site map, little XML files that have your site map in them. And then you go and you make sure that your site maps are indexed into Google Webmaster Tools. Then you wait. You kind of cook on it a little bit. Okay, it indexes everything. Now here comes the fun part. So you can go into Google Webmaster Tools 
and it will show you your search traffic, you know, traffic that has come to your website. So of course you can look and see, well, what key phrases, not just words, but whole sentences or phrases have you received traffic from? Great. You're on the right track. Now, if you received, let's say, um, a lot of clicks for something that you want more traffic for, you know, blog more about that. Now, here's the cool thing though. If you switch it around, there's another column called impressions. Now impressions says like, let's say I was looking for a best live stream radio show, which if that isn't Ross brand by now on the top of Google, I'm filing a lawsuit with Google, but regardless, flattery um, will get you everywhere. It will. Hasn't it? It hasn't been all along. <laughs> That's another thing. I'll talk about that in a second. Okay. So let's say that, you see that you're getting 10,000 impressions for uh, tomato soup or something like that, or spicy tomato soup. And you have this recipe for spicy tomato soup. So uh, so people are, as you, you see that people are typing in exactly spicy tomato soup with garlic. I'll even make it longer, right? right. So you'll see that gets a thousand impressions, right? A month, but you're ranked number 42. What an impression means is that you made it, like you're on the list on Google, but you're on page four or 10 or 20, right? So no one goes, you know, in this thing, no one goes back to page 10, you know, on the Google search results. But you know that, again, the user, people out there have used Google and searched that way. See, we have to figure out not how we talk about our own business, but how they talk about what we do. Sometimes we get stuck in our own jargon our own bubble of the way that we talk about what we do. And we don't realize, well, but they call it, I don't know, garlic soup. I don't know what they call it. They call it something else, you know, and you're calling it tomato garlic soup or whatever. So in that key phrase, that then becomes your next blog, right? And you can right. watch then, you know, your rankings and all that. So one other part I want to, I want to, I want to make sure that we cover is that great. You've got this content, you've got these blogs going. The key thing that everyone misses in SEO that makes me go er, is what we call interlinking. So here's how I explain it. You go to the public library, right? You search and there's uh, my little pamphlet, three pages on live streaming and broadcasting interview shows, right? Then you look across the shelf and there's Ross Brand's ultimate Bible and resource for live streaming you know, and I've got to do my research paper on that. Well, who, which book am I checking out of the library, right? I'm checking out Ross Brand's book. He's the authority on it. Now, here's the thing. Okay. So then you say, well, how do you beat Google? How do you do this? I say, you've got to write the book, okay, on your industry. Now, let's take a book. Flip to the back, right? There's a thing called an index, right? right. So the index says um, interviewing someone or interviewing skills, right? And that's listed on page 246, 542, 26. Like it's all indexed. Like you mentioned right. that keyword all over this book. So here's what people aren't doing in the real world is when you have your keyword strategy set, you then refer to other pages and links in your own website. You interlink your own website to make an index to it right? Mm -hmm. Heidi Cohen is a leader in, um, in, uh, in uh, content marketing, right? HeidiCohen.com. Go on her blog. You will never stop clicking another link to another blog she's done. Like there's no, right. there's no end to it, right? So what you're telling Google is you're telling Google, hey, I really know my stuff about live broadcasting because I've got 56 articles here where I'll, I'll mention that term and they're all linked together. 
Um, another quick example is landing pages. Oh my gosh, you hear landing pages, landing pages. I'm sick of landing pages. But anyway, landing pages are simply pages on your on your website. Now, the other way to do landing pages is without the menu. Click on get. You, we all know that. But right, right. Page of your website is a landing page. Those are let's call those you know, like the main stem, you know, of your tree, right? But then the roots of your tree that are making those stronger are all of your blogs that then when you mention something like fixing Ferraris or, you know, Ferrari, and you've got a main page, you're an auto repair person in, in Englewood, Colorado, and you fix, you know, repairs. Hey, thank you, Stephanie, for the link. Heidi is, I've been following her for a decade and a half. She's the best. Um, uh, so then you're you're creating all these other pages that that are blogs that then link that word in it right back to that main page you're growing a tree you're hence it's kind of looks like a web hmm do you know why the world wide web started do you know why it started do you know what it was for it was for well you know the story arpanet and all this right you know it was for the military and all this kind of stuff but right. the guy who invented the web browser right in Belgium created the web because he wanted to be, us to be able to link because the first thing that was ever on the web was link to other resources and documents like right. you ever have your bibliography right and your research paper that you did in graduate school or college right you had all those books you had the list and where you got the sources and all that that was the web the web is links it is links from one thing to another and that's what Google's looking at. But we'll go into more. But I, I just want to make sure I got all that. You, that's a lot of a lot of great stuff. I think I had a follow up question about every other sentence, uh, which hopefully we will get to. I want to let people know, Daryl, that if you want to come on and join us and ask a question to Daryl about SEO, about inbound marketing, um, just feel free to use the link. Uh, you'll see the live stream universe. Uh, little clapper logo and it'll say in the comments there ask your question on camera just click that link and you'll actually come into the lobby here and i can bring you up i think that makes sense right oh yeah most so, yeah if you want to join us just click the link uh let me put this back up on screen it says ask your question on camera and we can actually bring you in as a third person and you can ask daryl directly uh your questions about seo inbound marketing uh and stern storming and uh, one of the one of the main questions that came to me while you you were you were talking is does, does that also mean that you want to write longer blog posts do you want to have the definitive blog post on whatever the question is just like you said at the library it's yeah. better to have the 500 page volume on live streaming than the three page pamphlet. Is it the same thing when you do a blog on a specific topic within your, your area of, of business? Well, the funny thing is, is people always ask right away, like, well, how long should it be like 300 words or 500 words? Like you're just going to write that 500 words and stop. Mm -hmm. everybody, wanna, you know, the bare minimum and then stop. If you can write a, a 1200, 1500 word article on something, that's really authoritative and has links to other resources and everything in it, then write that, then publish that. Don't, don't, you know, don't limit yourself. Uh, so Google actually says, and Matt Cutts, remember him, the guy is always, you know, broadcasting and talking about Google. Literally, it literally says that Google wants to, with all the black, okay, with all the black hat stuff with Penguin and Panda, and they, you know, got rid of all the bad, bad clicking and crap that was going on, right? 
what right. they said was content marketing, great writing still has always been the key to SEO period under report because what Google actually says in their manual, you can go Google it on Google. It's funny. Um, you can go Google, Google. Oh no, don't do that. You'll break the internet. Okay. Um, what it actually says is Google wants, wants to provide the best, most authoritative, right? Content on any particular topic. And yes, Al Gore did invent the, invent the other Stephanie. Yeah. If any of you guys want me on your shows, I'll be glad to, you know, come on your shows too. You have a knack for finding the best guy. Well, Ross and I are, Ross is from Jersey. So like we're boom. I'll be quiet now because it's Ross's show. Yeah, yeah. Dar uh, Daryl has a good sense of humor, and um, if you weren't with us at the very beginning, we talked a little bit about uh, that Daryl actually did stand-up comedy. You can find one of his videos on YouTube from his time <laughs> at Caroline's. And um, did you have a, a a joke that you that was like your this is my home run joke, my joke that always got the audience rolling or is it something well, that you couldn't really pull out from the rest of the set? Well, sure. Ross, would you like to hear one? Okay. I, right. I know com right. comics love when you I ask them on the spot, do a joke. So, well, I yeah. it, right? <laughs> so they said, um, uh, okay. So this is an old one. I made this up a long time ago. Uh, it's a crazy world, right? We have all these things around that we just don't need. For instance, uh, they have Braille instructions at some drive-through bank machines. Now I'm thinking, who drove the car? Right? <laughs> McDonald's claimed to have these 100% pure beef healthy hamburgers, right? They came out with those nutrition fact sheets. You know, it tells you how the calorie count, like 600,000 is like on the Big Mac like thing on the menu. Like anyone's caring about that at all, right? So they then now they 100% pure beef, you know, healthy hamburgers. Then they come out with a bacon triple cheeseburger. I think they should call it the McStroke. <laughs> and you can supersize it, get a pack of Marlboros and a shot of Jack Daniels. <laughs> the heart, liver, and lungs all one shot. There you go. There's a little bit of the stand-up comedy. The best thing. Okay, the internet so, all week. <laughs> no, but I'll tell you something else funny about SEO and, and personal branding. And now this new thing, right. social media influencing and all that. So. I was on a radio show with a buddy of mine and I, in my stand-up comedy routine years ago, I made up this thing that goes, uh, Frank Oz, the guy from the Muppets, right? Can only do one voice for all of his characters. So I'm sitting at home watching uh, a Sesame Street and there's Grover going, today we are going to talk about near and far. This is near. <laughs> this is far. Yeah. Near and far. Then I turn on the Empire Strikes Back that's the second Star Wars movie. That's now the seventh Star Wars movie or something like that. And there's Yoda going, use the force, Luke. I'm like, Grover, man, is that you? It's like, did, did Frank Oz ever get confused on the set of The Empire Strikes Back and be like, today's use of the force was sponsored by the letter P. Thank you very much. <laughs> yes. like that, I'm Gail Stern. If not, I'm, yeah, I'm Ross Brand. <laughs> so, then I did that. So I hadn't done stand up in like 10 years. I really hadn't done it. I moved to Denver. I finally did it again. And I did that bit. And I looked up to the audience and all of a sudden I'm in my forties and the kids in the audience are like, you know, in their twenties. I go, Oh my gosh, they don't know who Grover is. Like I'm old. Right. 
Time to write some new material, I guess. Exactly. Exactly. So welcome, Rachel Moore. Rachel Moore, good friend, is here. So Claudia Santiago, uh, another great friend from live streaming. Uh, I haven't seen everybody in a while. I've been mostly offline lately. So uh, great to catch up with everybody and uh, looking forward to doing more shows as the summer moves on. Uh, we're talking with Daryl Stern, sternstorming.com, at sternstorming. And also, if you're interested in his next sternstorming event, it's sternstorminglive.com. And how long are the sternstorming sessions when you work with clients? What is the the basic length and what should people expect? Well, first off, everyone who's watching uh, tonight is entitled to a 100% complimentary hour with me. Uh, oh, awesome. We will go through... Uh, you just have to message me through this system or go to Stern Storming page on Facebook and, you know, get in touch with me. Uh, so usually, you know, it's an hour, you know, that we do together. Sometimes they can go as long as two, three, four hours. I've actually sat here and, and taught people how to build their own website, how to do their own SEO, how to connect with people better on LinkedIn, how to do their own social media, you know, all kinds of different things. But I always believe, too, that everything uh, works together. So... Uh, the the it, one big issue I just want to say this real quick with SEO and with web design and then social media is a company or a person goes and hires one person on a social media SEO guy is keywording something you don't know what he's doing but he sends you some kind of report you can't read and then there's you know the blogging people over here doing this the the problem is those people aren't all talking together they don't understand the essence of your brand they don't understand the emotional connection that you really want to make with people so I've been called a generalist because I know enough about all of this, having sat behind this machine, you know, for 20 some odd years, you know, to put that all together. So when I have a long-term contract, I usually want people to commit with, to working with me for at least six months to a year. We're stern storming sometimes every day, every week, you know, where I'll, you can buzz me at 2 a.m. and say, I've got an idea for a blog. Is it good? Oh, then I'll get back to you and we'll do it. Right, right. And, you know, when you look around right now at, as, as social media, continues to evolve and uh it seems like the hot thing now and i don't know whether this was a joke or serious but i've seen some people posting about linkedin actually adding stories what are the what do you see as the value to stories because it doesn't necessarily fit into the whole seo and content marketing uh sort of framework that that we've sort of developed over the past decade or whatever well, this new Snapchat update just just added on links, right? So all of a sudden, anybody that's been working for the past couple of years to really build their Snapchat influence can now go, go buy my T-shirt, swipe up. Right, and, right. And I'm good friends with like String Story, Suzanne uh, from Australia. She was one of the first people to monetize her Snapchat. She literally puts her bit.ly code on there and said, go buy my ebook, go buy my ebook, you know, on how to monetize your Snapchat and all that kind of stuff. So she, you know, grew right away. Um I think that war that's going on with the technologies and all this kind of stuff, um, there's a difference, again, between social media marketing and social networking. And I think that stories, right, storytelling, and just we're on here, we're showing that we're at this Target. I love to do comedy routines on Snapchat where I go to Target and the people there and just, you know, have fun with that kind of stuff. That social networking, no, but that's social networking, right? Making people laugh, keeping people warm to you, you know, in touch with you. 
more right developing relationships there you go rachel uh, it's more about i call it you know social networking more than social media marketing you know there you go yeah and i, and I, I, I think <laughs> yeah so it's there's there's networking and there's marketing and i mean so but really like rachel said it's all about building relationships uh, when you're doing things like stories and, and you're really letting people get to know you, uh, the person behind the brand, behind the avatar, behind the, the logo, all that kind of stuff. Um, what do you see going forward? Do you see something that's like this is the next avenue, the next the next mountain to climb or the next thing to invest time in for people who are on social and have websites? Well, okay, so the 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 most important thing from a business perspective is mm -hmm. to invest in the creation of amazing media that moves people emotionally now that can go from just me i mean i i went i wrote i'm finishing up writing my book and i wrote the chapter is a good example i wrote the chapter about when my mom passed away from ovarian cancer in 2002 i had to get that and write it and relive it right. then later on that morning i went on facebook and I and I just talked my talked about that whole part of my life, uh, you know, to summarize. I mean, she they, they took everything out of her. She had an ileostomy bag. And finally, she went to hospice this one night. And I said, I said, God, you know, take her. I said, don't let her suffer another night. And she passed away that night. So that right, that that thing had a person buy a ticket to my event. And then also that was a client of mine. And she happens to be a Jewish mom from Chicago who's living here, who just lost her mom, even though she's older, she has an older mom or whatever. And she just connected with the story, you know, with, with right. me just talking about my mom. Now I'll caveat that with this. I put the link to my event, like in the post, right? There is a little engineering that goes on here. Just like when you're writing blogs, you say, okay, summarize. There's a difference between work and efficient work, right? Mm -hmm. I know people that have a million likes on their Facebook page and this is how much money they're making, right? I mean, literally, because because they haven't monetized a darn thing. It's cool to look at, everybody likes it, but they haven't monetized it. So there's a, a, always a balance between, between the two. So here's my conclusion, and this is on the front of my big website, uh, Stern DMB, my agency website, marketing is theater. So people come to me, Ross, and they say, are you going to do the Facebook? Are you going to do the Twitter are you website design? Like, what are you going to do? I say, those are tools. Okay. So if I pick up this thing and I make calls on this thing, you don't call me a phone expert, right? <laughs> Everybody knows how to dial a phone, right? right? Right. Okay. So three quarters of the world's population is on Facebook. So to say you're a Facebook expert, well, everybody knows how to post something on Facebook. It's not the tool, right? It's it's what you it's what you know you do with it. It's what the media is that you you know that you create that again moves people. Okay, so marketing is theater. Mm -hmm. So when people say, "Are you going to do this or that or this or that or Facebook or this or that?" I say, "Well, what we're going to do? We're going to use those. Those are all tools, all tools that we can use, and right. there'll be new tools, as you said. Where's social media going? Who knows? What what, what the next app will be that will take off and take over the universe." But what I say is we're going to put on a full scale theatrical production that is going to move people emotionally to communicate with you and start meaningful conversations. And one word that annoys me is engagement. I'm divorced now. I'm 
not getting an engagement for a while. <laughs> Thank you for the laugh, right? What I say is your goal is to start conversations. How do you start a conversation? Ask a question, right? Uh, you know, ask something of people. I mean, even people I know on Instagram, they're doing so super well on Instagram. Their Instagram memes are questions. Right. And people reply with what they think, even if it's what's your flavor? Yeah. What's your favorite flavor of ice cream? Now, okay, I'll go another step. So I'm getting excited. So some people say that's great. You know, you know, they're running a brand or something. So they go, what's your favorite flavor of ice cream today? And everybody replies. Cool. But I always say this, if you could take what you're doing and give it to a thousand other companies and they could all do it just fine, then that's not specific enough for right. marketing. Right. In other words, in other words, let's get very specific with the language. Let's be consistent with it across all everything that you're doing and really, again, move people with these stories to hope. Because the one thing that we're all selling, all of us, is hope. If I can, if you are filled with the hope that I can come into your life and help you achieve what you're dying to achieve inside, then ta-da, I have a new person. So does that answer your question? So yes. I would say that all these tools, you know, there's going to be another video app. There's Apple stories that, so tell a story that gives people hope and they'll start a conversation with you, right? Now, some of that might be for networking purposes right. or some of it might be, hey, you know, I, I, I by the way, I'll give you a, you know, if you'd like to talk to me about this or that or continue the conversation, don't be afraid to ask. I was right. like, you know, ask for the sale. I ask, you know, ask for it. Anyway. And networking can 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 be a step in that process, right? I mean, it's it's not like somebody sees you for the very first time and you know they whip out the credit card and that's it, right? I mean, networking is how they get to know you and what you're about and feel yeah. comfortable doing business with you. So yes, so my friend Faith Young, she's an expert at at networking on Facebook. She's a multimillionaire real estate agent here. A uh, brilliant person at manifesting. This is one of her manifesting jars. I'm really into everything that she does. And she's speaking at Stern Stormy Live too. So what she says is this, if you don't chat with like on Facebook or ping or say hi to one of your friends, you'll stop seeing their feed. Right. right? right. You won't see it at all. So let's say you took everybody in your Facebook. I have what? 3,498 friends, you know, uh, you know, uh, on Facebook. Right. So what if I started with the A's? And just and you message them and here's a great one to do you say hey what's new and exciting in your world mm -hmm. that's it and, and you went through all of them and kept repeating that process then you would really be doing you know in marketing and average whatever we call it the soft touch you know the you know the kind of right. reaching out pinging someone then what if we all you know really did that and kept everyone you know communicating with everyone on a regular basis kevin Knebel, the great connector on linkedin who he joined LinkedIn 60 days after LinkedIn launched. He's the number one most connected person on LinkedIn that there is. He has 16,000 recommendations. First thing he does every morning, right, is not on social media. He has postcards that he writes, thank you cards that he writes to people. Yeah. And Faith Young, hold on, writes 4,500 Christmas cards, handwritten individual every single year. Her busiest day of the year is January 1. Hmm. So, right? 
right. we're all connected. We're all connected. Well, yeah. I mean, how many times, I don't know if this is happening to any of you guys, but you don't get back to someone, right? And then you finally do. And they say, oh yeah, I just hired somebody two weeks ago to do that. You know, that feeling, you know, it's two weeks too late. Right, right. So uh, before we before we wrap up, I want to dive a little bit back into the technical because yes. when it comes to video, video presents certain challenges that text posts don't, but it also presents certain opportunities based on the algorithms and all that. Um, for for those of us who are doing live streaming or if you're producing uh, pre-recorded videos, what is the key to getting good SEO value out of those videos? Uh, the key is something called YouTube. Mm-hmm. I mean, first off, right. uh, I have a YouTube channel. Now you can, and I hope the Facebook people please don't come after us, but you can click and, and download any live video that you've done, right? You can right. download it. Um, then what you could do is you could put it out, you know, uh, on a YouTube. So I have become proficient in, again, how to phrase that question, you know, the, the title of the blog, uh, what it goes in the, the description thing, and then also the tagging in there. Uh, so, okay, so then there's another step that I took with this local auto mechanic. We built in under a year uh, 120 YouTube blogs, uh, YouTube, uh, I'm sorry, YouTube videos. What I did, what no one else is doing, is I had them transcribed. So now I had the written copy of what he said that then, again, I posted with his video and then did all the interlinking. No one else has done that. And that is the basis of my entire um, SEO work that I'm doing right now. Because what it is, is it's media marketing. It's creating great videos. It's creating great video. It's getting the no like and trust factor out there. But it's also conquering Mr. Google and SEO at the same time. Yeah, that's 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 a great way to go about it. So transcribe, put that text in your blog post or put that text in your YouTube description, wherever you're posting the video. And then people can hit those keywords within within that just based on the conversation. You don't have to do anything else, right? It's all in there. Exactly. Well, everything then, of course, you know, has a link and a converse, you know, conversation. Right, right. I put the darn phone number to a business, especially their local SEO everywhere. I put it in Facebook posts, all that. And if, okay, nobody said, you know, everybody's, oh, it's not selling. Well, if you put a phone number in a Facebook post on a new mm-hmm. line, I can click that number and call it. So what if I was really moved by somebody? I go, oh my god, oh my god, wow! I can, oh hello, I'd like to make an appointment. Why not? Oh, you mean this is still a phone? Yeah, this is still. Oh yeah, it's, you, you can. It's call not just where I look at Instagram. It's not just the texturomic texture <laughs> thing. Well, this so. has been fun, Daryl. So glad uh, you came on the show. This is a, a blast. Check them out, sternstorming.com. Daryl Stern, sternstorming.com. Also. Follow him on social at Stern Storming. And if you want to find out more information about his events, go to SternStormingLive.com. What's what's next for you, Daryl? Where can we where can we check you out next? Well, the funny thing I would I would I would say is there's two words: consistency and persistence. Mm-hmm. Right? Do it. Just keep going and just keep putting out more media. So. Stern Stormy Live is at the end of September. All of you are entitled to 30 minutes with me. Just uh, message me, connect with me uh, through my Facebook page. And let's go Stern Storming. Let's take a look through your blog, through your social posts, through all that. And let's just do a little tweaking of the language. Let's just see if we rephrase this and make this a question instead of a statement. Let's see if we can pull at people's heartstrings just a little bit more. 
and take what you're already doing and make it 10 times more powerful. Awesome. Thanks so much, Daryl. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. And have a great evening, everybody.